Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Dawn. Welcome to the latest episode of From Dollar Square to Wear, the Arsenal Twitter podcast, which incidentally contains adult content which is definitely not suitable for young children. Please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps. Also, please be sure to visit the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. We have a brand new show, You Can Be The Star, the most interactive Arsenal show, where the twist is the viewer who entertains us the most on the night can join us live on the panel to air their opinions. We have great guests weekly. We've had Kevin Campbell, who was absolutely brilliant. That's still available to watch. And we also have more excellent guests lined up, which is very, very exciting. Thanks for listening. Treacle? People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Hello, welcome to From Dial Square to Where. Wasn't expecting to be doing a show at, uh, well, nearly 10 to 11 tonight. Like I said earlier, I've got uh, man flu, but I thought, fuck it. I need to get a bit of ranting done. So with me, I've got Ryan, Mr. Arsenal. How are you doing, Ryan? Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Come oh. here. One weekend where we don't have to have what's that basically from other. Oh, you can just well, I pretty much predicted everything that's going to happen on Twitter earlier on because it's so easy to do. The only thing I got wrong was Mesut Ozil staying on for the full 90. Apart from that, I got it spot on again, pretty much, same as last week against Crystal Palace and um, you can just tell exactly what's going to happen and I can't see us winning another match under this manager at the moment I I just I struggle seeing where we're going to get a win from to be perfectly honest and it's not fun is it the fact the fact we got about a bar as I said on my own channel apart from four push five players at Liverpool squad on Wednesday we got knocked by kids. That was the. I don't. Know, I, I ain't bothered about the Liverpool game to be honest. I thought it was a bit of refresh, what, uh, light refreshment. Me, as I said, to, as I said to you before, what bothered me was not. No, not in fact, we had a stronger team in in general and a stronger bench. 
At one point, we were two up. We were four two up. Mm. At one point, and cruising, and cruising, and then we just threw it away. I know. No, no. And it's the same. I mean, it's not, it's not ideal, is it? It's, it's the same we're going to happen today. We weren't cruising. I know. But we're winning. And then takes off his only defensive-minded midfielder that protects the back four, even though he wouldn't allow him to do that in the first place. In two minutes later, we're one all. I know. I've, and then we I've, been, the I've been asking a couple. Of, well, just uh, um, been asking a couple of journalists on Twitter to see if they can do some background checks on Unai Emery to make sure he's actually a qualified coach. Because I'm just wondering whether he's just good at interviewing. He ain't got a fucking clue. Uh, I was wondering whether anyone's actually checked his qualifications because he's the only person that can't see things that everyone else can see. You know, I I, I don't know where to start, really, but I think a couple of players have had a bit of unfair criticism. Let's just sort of go through. I'm not gonna, I don't want to go through like individual players. Well, I want to go through some individual players, but defence-wise, I think, Tierney had a, in my eyes, I think he actually had a really decent game today. I was quite happy with Tierney, and he's he, he come in for quite a lot of criticism. Um, I think David Luiz is a decent, uh, had a decent game, and uh, some people were saying he's got to go. He's, I'll, I'll keep Socrates in the team rather than David Luiz, and that really fucks me off because if we take David Luiz out of the team, we've got no leadership on that pitch whatsoever, and. He did some good stuff today, David Luiz. He did, he had some good, did some good yeah, stuff. Definitely. And Socrates for that goal, he was just standing there like a lamppost. He did ball fuck all. I know. Yeah, he didn't ball move. Watching. Ball. And Kieran, oh sorry, not Kieran Tierney. Um, Callum Chambers. People were slaughtering him for that goal as well. He actually tried to bail out Socrates. He didn't work, but he tried his fucking. He actually tried hard to get to that ball with his head. David, um, Socrates did nothing, nothing at all. And um, rest of the game, like I've said a hundred times, I'm like a broken record. He can have um, 85% of each match, 90% of each match. He can play well, look good. But every match, bar none, he'll do something like that and just inexplicably just stand there in the middle of the box and not even make an attempt to get to it. And that was his man. And um, I've had enough of him. But midfield-wise, I mean, like you said, Torreira. I mean, Torreira. Why he got taken off? I've got no idea. I was really, I was actually pleased with the first sub when he took off Lacquer because he looks out of sorts to me, and, and I'm not blaming him because he's been out for a long time and he hasn't got his sharpness back or anything yet. He just looks a bit off. And when he brought on Martinelli with, I think what was it, about half an hour to go, I was really pleased. I, I was shocked. Oh, I, minutes, yeah. I put on Twitter, wow, what an amazing substitution. I was, I was chuffed to bits with that. And then he goes and utterly makes a diabolical decision by taking off Torreira and putting on Saka. And, I mean, and then, uh, literally, the last couple of minutes, had a double insult to the injury by taking a left back off. <laughs> left back. I, I, I think I can only agree <laughs> I, I don't know whether... I think it must have been down to a bit of a knock or he was absolutely blowing out his ass. He didn't look like he was blowing out of his ass to me, Kieran Tierney. I uh, just... But Saka, I'm going to, I, I don't know whether I'm alone in this, and uh, but Saka 
I love the kid, but I don't think he's doing much at the moment to warrant his place. I don't know what you think, but he's not really done anything brilliant lately. Last few matches he's played. It's like he's been a. It's like um, after one at one game against Frankfurt, well, he did well. Don't get me wrong, but it's um, okay. He's like oh, I've got to use him every game, no matter what. Either it's starting or sub. He's got to play him or something. It's overusing. He's like, he's like, because he's overusing him. We're now mm. getting burned out with Saka. He's like, he's got to remember. Saka's only what eighteen years old. He's a kid. Mm. Got e- I know. Got to ease in. Well, do you remember? Do, the, do you remember the preview show we did for on your channel for the Sheffield United mm. game? And I said on that show, didn't I? About um, I said I'm probably going to get pelters, but I think we should play a four four two. Remember that conversation? Mm. I, well, after those, that yeah, I mean, yeah. two games after that, we played four four two, didn't we? You know, that was a bit strange, a bit weird. But he does he don't even play that right, for fuck's sake. I mean, I was talking about 4-4-2 with two wingers. Pepe on one side, Saka on the other. He don't even do that. He plays like, a, I don't know, some kind of... It's Bayos and Ozil on the wing. Jesus Some Christ. bizarre reason. He was, do, he was basically doing what Wenger did for a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks back in like the... I think it was at the, fifth, what, the 15, 16 or the 14, 15 season where he just played Urz or Ramsey out in the wing just to do you go through a parole. There you go. Well, I don't just know. Because there's an injury. Walcott's injury, so there you go, sort of thing. It was just. If it, it's a 4 4 2. You went to. Well, what's the thing? How glory is a 4 4 2. Of the diamond. Or it was meant to be, but obviously it's. One minute he's dead, then he's on the, then he's at the wing, then he's back, then he's not. It's, he's having, then he's having to obviously track back because if he doesn't, for God forbid, if he doesn't track back and defend, he gets hooked off. Uh, I mean, we look a different team with Özil in it. No one can deny that. After Wednesday, mm. after we just the first half, obviously, you know, we we score a goal as with every single game, and then. We get so deep. Go back. Our defence is so yeah. deep that Leno's yeah. having to jostle for position with his own defenders. And yeah. it's just a... I don't know what goes goes through his mind because the team that we've got is capable of pushing, you know, right at the top of the table. No question whatsoever. The skill and talent mm. we've got in those players and the squad. And I, I just... I'm going back to last season now, and I've, I've mentioned it a few times on Twitter now this evening, that the absolute ideal guy for us to get in is Rafa Benitez. And I don't care what anyone says, he'll be, he would immediately change that, that squad, get us completely organised, virtually overnight. And defend. And, and defend, obviously. But also, he will get us into a situation where we're progressing over the next mm. two or three years. Even if, I mean, I'd say... If we had him for, um, I don't know, the next sort of three to five seasons, we'd be in a great position. And people said, well, he's in China. But I'm not, I'm sorry, but if we came knocking, he wouldn't even bother packing a suitcase. He'd just get on a plane and come over. There's no way that you'd turn down Arsenal. And he's he loves, the perfect guy. He, no, plus, he, he, loves, he loves coaching the Premier League. He's only just left he's the Premier League. Exactly. Chelsea, Newcastle. 
He knows it inside out, and the fans love him. And wherever you know, Liverpool fans still love him. Man, uh, Newcastle fans adored him, as we all know. And mm. people say, "Well, he plays negative football." But you don't. He's one of these guys who's he's oh, such a clever manager. Him. Well, no, he's he's such a clever manager. He plays to the players' strengths that he's got. Unlike Emery, mm. Emery doesn't know his players' strengths clearly. But if if Rafa Benitez yeah. has a better quality squad than he had at Newcastle, he will play better quality football because he knows what he's doing. It, it's not rocket science. That's what he would do. He wouldn't play oh, wow. utterly negative football. He would play football suiting the players that he's got. But he, I mean, I mean he the, was, guy, he, the guy went to Champions League. He, exactly, he won the, the Champions, Champions League. I mean, he, Liverpool, um, Chelsea, when he was there for, on a temporary basis, he won them in the Europa League, even though they hated him and they were chanting him, um, Benitez out, Benitez out, whilst he was like winning them the Europa League. You know, he's a professional, he knows what he's doing. And I, I personally think he's absolutely perfect for us at the moment in our situation. I can't think of anyone better. Allegri, we've got a, le- a language area, and he's not used to the Premier League. I was watching the um, press conference before the Liverpool game and they were obviously asking about Xhaka three times the, the, the people the press was asking him lost the, the armband and every time he got a different answer he got a different answer I know and on that Jackie you mean is Xhaka lost the armband mm. yeah has he lost the armband he, they even tried turning it what, are you telling me you need to cut the armband then no, 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 no. But what is it then? Because you're saying, you're saying he hasn't kept it. Then you saying he's kept it. I've listened to the whole it? thing. Yeah, no, I listened to it all on the Arsenal website. And one thing that stood out to it's me as well. Brick wall. He said, um, without being prompted, you probably might have seen my post on, on Twitter. I said, without any kind of prompting from the, the, the um, press, he said, if you're going to ask me where we prefer to play, we always prefer to play at home in front of our own, you know, where we feel secure, safe and secure in front of our own fans. And that just shows how shit we've been in as an away team for the last fucking 18 months. Well, I know I know we weren't exactly setting the world under Wenger in the last couple of years either, but that's not a good mentality. But it also shows his mentality. Yeah, say, that's, that also shows his own mentality. He's not trying to drill that out of him. I know. I mean, God forbid he tried to. Well, every single performance now is the same. It's got the same pattern, isn't it? Mm. As you said earlier, literally, I've noticed it, what, quite a few times, even last season, even at the early stages of last season, we'd score a goal home or away, and that's the crews in that game against Fulham, for example. So aside from that, every team that come up against us would score a goal and we'd for the next 10-15 minutes plus, I've scored a goal and he'll make it then go go on and put more pressure on like Man City or Liverpool would do. Oh no, we just we just sit back and put put the sound lounge or something so soak, soak, soak up the pressure. Oh, it's like today, they just gather around like, uh, gather around talking to it's like Leno. Half, it's, it's like at half yeah. It's like at half time he's told the players to they basically go back outside and just pack Park the bus basically and, try and protect on one nil need. Well, we, 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 we ain't very good at parking under, the bus, are we? Emery, no, and under Unai Emery, you played Wolves now three times in the league. Out of nine points, we've got two. 
dreadful. But he was. But the balls. This is the thing. Like what I've been saying, especially this week, because obviously we're just clunking all that, saying what they say about the expectations themselves. What club to be? Get back in the Champions League. This, that, and the other as soon as possible. But do they really? Do they, do they actually really believe this? This guy at this moment of time can do that because as it stands, because the result today, Chelsea have gone on and won later on in the evening. So what was their final score, by the way? Well, Chelsea. 2-1. Uh, hmm. Chelsea 2-1. Yeah, I didn't get to see the final score. But I mean, bloody hell. But it, 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 it's going to be out of sight. In five minutes. Ne- next weekend, we're going to get screwed over big time by Leicester. It's going to be embarrassing, mate. And um, top four is going to get away from the top four. I know. It's going to be... And then you got, and then the board have to ask the question: Is this is this the right person to take us and get to this round? And week I, by week, we are getting worse. Let's be honest. I mean, what's we been squad, we're two nil up, two nil up last week against Palace, mm. and we threw away two nil, a two nil lead. Well, you probably saw on Twitter what I'm sure I've we on VAR to not fuck up. No, I, I, I when I, when we when me and my. Uh, middle lad because my oldest lad was out with his mates last last weekend during the Palace game and I was just watching the match with my middle son my 12 year old and he's um, he's, got, he's following me he's getting into a right moody person with regards to Arsenal at the moment <laughs> negative but I, I, we scored two goals in two minutes and I, I turned I literally turned to him and I said well the sad thing is you know what's going to happen don't you I said we ain't going to win this match we're going to throw it away and uh, lo and behold we don't go for a third goal we just uh, like you said just just turn the, the switch off and we coast down a hill and we're trying to sort of I don't know what he does I, I can't even describe it in words of how we play after we've got a goal up and what's been our last four league games can we try and can we remember last obviously right. Palace last week Today's Wolves Palace, uh, Wolves Palace Sheffield United I think now uh, it's hard to remember, isn't it? I'm trying to blank it out of my mind. Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth. That's it. Yeah. Bournemouth. Bournemouth so, so, 12 points we've played for. We obviously lost against Sheffield. We got three. Lost against Sheffield United, which I just knew, well, I, I just knew we weren't going to get anything out of the game. 12. I said in your programme, didn't five I? 12. Yeah. I, I said yeah, in your the preview, I, I said we won break. all. I said won all, didn't I? And, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just embarrassing. So four points yeah, out of twelve. No, five. As you're saying, I'm literally putting put all points together. Literally five points out of twelve. Five. Yeah. You take out the Bournemouth game. You take out the Bournemouth game for the last three games since we come back from the international break. Two, two points out of nine. I think it. I think it's worse before that though as well, isn't it? I'm sure I saw some stats saying that uh, mm. with with. It's been worse before oh, that. I'm going to um, where's, what have I done with my phone? I'm going to actually, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to have a quick look because I'd be even, interested. Even to today, what was, what, the, stat, the stats for today's game, like we had like what seven shots, something like that. Definitely uh, shots. They had nearly thirty, and they had nearly thirty shots at goal. I, I haven't seen the stats. So to be perfectly honest, I'm not even going to go and rush out and see them because it'll just make me even more angry, if I'm honest. Um, let's have a look at the at the results then, shall we? A bit further back than the Bournemouth game. Uh, let's 
have a look. Matches. Results. Right, so. Right, we've got. Let's go back to. Right, live. Obviously, first two, three games of the season. We've got Newcastle, which we won, Burnley, and then we've got Liverpool, Spurs, where we were 2 0 down. Watford, we threw away two goal lead. Drew Villa, very lucky there, 3 2 win. Man United, 1 0. So mm-hmm. let's start from the Villa game then, shall we? So Man United, two points dropped. So one from three. Yep. Bournemouth, one, one nil. Very, I don't know how. So that's four from six. Sheffield United lost. So that's six, uh, four from four. Then we got Palace. Four from nine. Yeah. Yep. Palace. Two points dropped from yep. being 2 0 up. So it's 12. That's uh, 5 from 12. And then today. So 15. So that's 6 from 15. It's just, just a joke. I mean, realistically, realistically, I, I mean, I, I can't say I was expecting anything against Wolves, to be perfectly honest. I really, I mean, that's. No, I wasn't either. Even though we were at home. So, it's just a sad, really sad state of affairs the way things are going because there's a whole run of games there. We've, it's, it was widely known we had this, what was it, uh, Project 32 that um, started on the Arsenal Vision podcast because of the run of games we've got up until December. And at that point, when it, when he, I think he launched that thing, this that Project 32, and he started talking about it, or was it, it might have even been Project 36? I can't remember, but anyway, because because of the run of game, 12, 12 games that we had. Yeah, it must be 36, Project 36 then. And I, at the point, we I think we just about um, won the first two games of the season. Um, it, was it just around the, sort of the Man United Spurs game? Anyway, I, got, I went through that list of games that, uh, out of a possible 36 points. And I remember putting putting it down to 32, I think I put, because of the teams we were playing. How mm. stupid. How utterly stupid. And I feel like a right idiot. You know, we'd be lucky to get half. But the way things are going, we'd be very lucky to get half. And then when we, when we go into the <sighs> the Christmas period, oh my God, don't bear thinking about. We've got to, you know, we've got to do something. And uh, if we don't get top four, December we've got West. Sorry, December we've got West Ham away, City at home, Chelsea at home. At near December and Brighton, I think someone else as well. And then on New Year's Day we've got Man United at eight o'clock in the on New Year's Day. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Plus an FA Cup match after that. The only thing we, the only thing they can possibly do is change it now because it's too late already. Yeah. We should have done it ages ago. And I, I was calling for Rafa Benitez really loudly before last season ended when it started to collapse. And well, it's like this it's like this new regime was cut up the, as in since Gazidis ran off. 
I'll put this in the crowd. It's like this new setup has come in and gone, okay, let's give it, let's give him this enough string and see what he does with it. Like it, like it, like Gary Neville said last year, with that Eminem who first came in, he gives certain players enough string. So they've, they've done, the, they've done their own. Part. Okay. And in comes to summer, they've obviously gone out back, financially backed him financially. No matter what anyone says, they they did seventy-two million one player, for example. Aiden David Louise, uh, Martinelli is a few in, but obviously no one had heard what what still that's been so. Touch wood so far. Kieran Tierney, 25 mil plus add ons. Yeah. So they, they, they have backed him. But you know, they haven't seen what he does with that. Like, that's that's, that's the, um, the string. That's what, he, that's what he does with it. Hey, well, and from that. And basically, if he doesn't do it, hang himself, the, better, the quicker the better, basically. Because that's our potential. Um, Emery wasn't hired by Raul, Vinay, Edu, and Josh. Well, that's and why I, I don't understand. Ivan, Ivan was the one that gave. Ivan was the man that literally gave the thumbs up. So it's like, as I said, does it, and then he hangs himself. Fantastic, because then they can they can chop him and get who they want him. Well, I think he's. Uh, if you're playing the game of Hangman, I think you're only looking for one letter. If, you, if you're playing a game of Hangman, like you used to do on a bit of paper when you were a kid, I think you, you only need one letter. I think it, <laughs> there's three, three. I think you're looking at three words and it's sack him now. And it's probably got the O missing on the now. You know, that's probably all you need. You know, it's ridiculous. Oh, to be honest, I'm, su- I'm surprised. Uh, even though you said what, you, what your thoughts on the Liverpool game, because of the manner, the manner of that, what I've said about it, 16 year olds. Against our, even though it's our second our own second string the Liverpool it was literally 16 year olds that knocked us out but it's like their fourth choice goalkeeper in goal that saved a penalty yeah he conceded five but so did our goalkeeper who's meant to be our second choice yeah. two of them goals he should have done better on but it's like I think I'm hoping in one sense that the board are just like paint, playing it out now it? this next next seven days Got a Europa League game on Wednesday, and then we're playing Sunday against Leicester. I'm assuming so, anyway. No Saturday, there's no Saturday because obviously we're playing Wednesday, so they've moved our game to Saturday evening. Yeah, I think it's our, I think no matter what, I think no matter what happens, it'd be a miracle. It's, it's not like it's not like the players are turn up at Leicester and go, "Hi guys, bang and bang up and turn out Leicester like that." I think Bra- uh, Brendan Rodgers is. The subs as well today, it's, the, the last two subs, as you mentioned before, is, I've been saying to people, it's like, outside the ground, it's like, it's like doing it. He wants to take £6 million payout. We've got some comments on the uh, on the stream here from Paulie B. AFC. We're about eight points worse off at this point than we were last season. What do you hmm. think about Mourinho and Allegri? Mourinho, I'd rather gouge my eyes out and, and eat them, to be perfectly honest, than have for Mourinho. Allegri, I mentioned it earlier, I think the problem with Allegri I is that he's got no Premier League experience and he doesn't speak English, apparently. Hmm. And that's... I think we... more Not more than anything, that's completely wrong. We need to have a manager that's got a clue what he's doing, but... I think we also need to have someone that we can really feel 
good about and get behind. And and I think Clive made, made this com uh, made this uh, comment on the Arsenal Vision podcast, saying that we need someone that we can actually you know pr- properly love over time. And Rafa Benitez has got that with with the with Newcastle. We all know how the, the fans really loved him there and at Liverpool. And I just think he's the perfect guy, personally. Mm. Uh, I really do, because he would just be organised. What he's done with Newcastle is nothing short of a miracle over the last uh, few mm. seasons. Yeah, because yeah, if you think about it, he came into a Premier League club that was on the first go, and they did go. But he stayed with them, stayed loyal. Had to, he lost a lot of players, but built a, built a squad good enough for the Championship to get them back up. Wasn't wasn't given the backing though once he did get up and with them, with them same players at the ch- of championship level massively overachieved you know in, in the league mm. and it still didn't get backed and they want and people wonder why he, he had to jump shit it's a waste he, that he's, he's over there because he's because his aspirations are of being coaching a club as in you're playing European football. And if you, yeah. if you think about it, what he did at Newcastle as well, with that sort of, that ilk of player, imagine what he could do with players that we've got here at the club now. Well, exactly, exactly. And I think he would... In the sense, we've got a pay. I honestly think he'd get us top four he's and he'd probably win us the, the Europa League as well, to be perfectly frank. Yeah. I can't. I, honestly, I'd be so confident with him and his structure and how he sets teams up from the from the defence first, then going forward. We would we would we would get third comfortably with this squad. I, I, don't, I think the, the, he and you probably get back in January as well. Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if we got uh, Upa Meccano in January um, or a another. But I, I, I think he'd get mm. backed, and I think he would uh, achieve what uh, what we need to. So yeah, I'm I'm fully behind that. But. Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about From Dar Square to Wear. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dar Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!